Hello and welcome to this episode of the Spirit Cabinet. Today I want to talk about power within your mediumship. Oftentimes you'll hear terms like sitting in the power, building the power, the power's high, uh, I dropped out of the power, we have to, you know, build that power. Uh, So what do we mean when we talk about power? Because we don't mean it in a a Marvel X-Men sense of your powers. But uh, there is a power, there is a sustaining energy that allows us to utilize our capability for mediumship. Several years ago, um, when I was earlier in my mediumship development, this was probably around 2012 or so, I was in Lilydale and I was taking a class with a medium by the name of Jake Samoyedny. And one of the issues that I was experiencing within my mediumship was that some days I was really hot, meaning it was on, it was effortless, the awareness of spirit came effortlessly, the evidence that came was just natural and effortless, and other times, other sittings, even one sitting right after the other could vary differently um, in the quality of the ease in which the information came. And so as I presented that question in the class, he talked about sitting in the power. And in a way, I was familiar with the concept, but it was a familiarity from more of an intellectual study perspective point of view. And one of the things that I have found is that there are a lot of people who are familiar with this concept of power, sitting in the power, building the power, but they are familiar with it from more of an intellectual or mental space. And one thing that I have really found over the past few years in my own practice and my own development is that understanding of the power is experiential. And there's going to be times when you're going through it and you're not sure, you know, am I doing this right? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? You know, if you ask 15 mediums what sitting in the power is or how to build power, you're probably going to get 15 different answers. So I kind of want to share my perspective on power and its relationship to development on our mediumship journey. So I think that before we go into defining power and tools and practices for developing power, one of the things that we have to look at is the difference between development and unfoldment. So when I am teaching psychic development, that is development. We're all psychic. We all have psychic faculties. We all have a sixth sense. We all have a capability for intuition. And so what I mean by development is that it is formulaic, essentially. You do, it's like um, following a recipe. You know, you follow the recipe correctly, you get the results. It's A plus B equals C. It's a process. It has steps. Um, Unfoldment is a little bit different. 
And while anyone can develop psychically, our mediumship has to be unfolded. So I want you to think of a flower. You could have three rose bushes next to each other. And they're all going to bloom slightly differently. They're all going to bloom in their own time, in their own way. One bush is going to open before another. That's unfoldment. And with unfoldment, what we have to do is provide the necessary conditions. So maybe you need the right soil. Maybe you need the right exposure to sunlight. Maybe you need the right temperatures. Maybe you need the right amount of water. But at the end of the day, all you can do is provide the right conditions and trust that the divine essence, the divine innate wisdom of that rose bush is going to unfurl its petals in its right and correct timing. If you were to start to see little buds pop up and you tried to force them open, what's going to happen is you're going to accidentally tear the bud apart. It's not going to work. It's not going to be successful. And so sitting in the power is very much the same thing. So for me, sitting in the power is creating the necessary conditions to spiritualize ourself, that that higher intelligence or the God of your understanding or the spirit world or the universe or whatever terminology you're comfortable with can begin to ignite and move and develop the qualities of your soul in the way and in the timing that is appropriate for you and your journey. And so if we think of power in the terms of uh, more of a scientific perspective, um, power is the ability to generate and sustain energy over a period of time. So that's essentially what we're doing, or at least one of the benefits of building and cultivating that spiritual power is that it's enabling us, it's the fuel essentially to not only reach the spirit world, but maintain a contact with it. So we all come into this world with an, a natural amount of power, a natural degree of inborn power, because we are an aspect of that greater power or the divine or God or spirit or soul, whatever you want to call it, however you want to view it. And so this is often why in those early stages of mediumship, when it's very new, uh, we find that it comes very easily to us. It's because we're utilizing that natural power that had previously uh, been unused or untapped. But much like driving a car, you can't just drive off the lot with the gas that's in the tank and expect that gas to last forever. You're going to have to renew the supply that's in the tank so you can continue to operate your vehicle. And that's very much the same thing within our mediumship. It's not only, again, that it's the developing force, but it's that same energy that gives us the stamina to go further, 
do more and utilize that connection with the spirit world. So if you've ever, um, you know, if you're in a development circle or if you're a practicing medium, you've probably had instances where there's a moment at the start of the sitting where you felt some sort of shift. I call it the quickening. When the energy changes or you feel your thoughts slow down or you find yourself moving into the mindset that allows you to become aware of the impressions that are coming through. When that happens, you've moved into the power. That's what the power does for us. So if you're finding that you're having a hard time linking with the spirit world, or maybe you do link, but it's muffled, or you get a good link and it's going well for a little bit, but then you it just drops like a dropped phone call when you know like going through a dead phone uh, a dead zone on your cell phone. Um, those are all issues of power. That's an indication, you know, that power needs to build. So there can be more of a closeness of a blend, more of a seamless um, melding between your soul, your mind and the soul or mind or consciousness of the communicating spirit. So there are short things, you know, in the moment things that we can do to build our power. One thing, and I think that this is something that we should do in general anyways, if we are on the path of mediumship and we want to build a quality power, is we have to begin to spiritualize ourselves. Um, and that just means building and nurturing a relationship with our soul, a higher power, the God of our understanding, and allowing it to influence us and express those qualities in our daily life. So the biggest of those qualities is being loving. I don't know... I know a lot of mediums that aren't necessarily nice people. But those who are loving by nature have more of a naturalness to their mediumship. So choosing to be in a loving mindset, choosing to be in an empathetic mindset. Meditation can be something not only does it have many benefits and, and reasons why it's beneficial for our mediumship but being in meditation can help us build power and so too like when you think of new age teachings and people throw around that that phrase or that verbiage of raising your vibration when we touch that power we're literally lifting our awareness we're raising our vibration so anything that's quote unquote raising our vibration is is essentially in more of a spiritualistic terminology that's building our power that's what we're doing prayer the moment that we touch prayer in an authentic way we step into power we start generating power and when i say prayer prayer is very important to me you know i grew up in a fundamental church and so when i say prayer i'm not talking about you know, God, please do this. God, please send me a sign. God, please, you know, make sure that my football team wins because we are not separate from God. Recognizing the divinity within us 
communing with the divine, to me, that is prayerful. Holding the intention to communicate with the spirit world, that in itself is a prayer. Prayer is simply recognizing the divinity within and having a soul-to-soul conversation with it. And even if, because we are human, we all fall back into the, you know, dear God, please help me with this, please help me with that. If it's approached from a place of sincerity and integrity, it is better than no prayer. So prayer can be something that can give us a burst or or a momentary touching of that power. But to really develop power um, in the long term, we have to learn to sit for the spirit world. Now, some people will argue, some people will debate, you know, is sitting in the power meditation? Some people will say yes. Some people will say no, it's different. Well, my perspective, and this is just me, I do think sitting in the power is a type of meditation. It's not the same in the sense of I'm sitting completely to still my mind or to observe my thoughts, but there is an aspect of that. And I do think that type of contemplative mindfulness is very important when it comes to developing mediumship because if we don't learn to recognize and be comfortable with our own energy and our own spirit, how are we going to recognize and communicate with an an external spirit consciousness? But to me, sitting in the power is meditative. The difference between simply entering into the silence or contemplative meditation or observing meditation or mindfulness, is that sitting in the power is a form of an attunement. So what are we attuning to? Well, in a way, I kind of think it depends on how you define God. So as spiritualists, we don't see God as a being. We see God as a force. We see God as an energy, a life force that flows through all things. It's the divine mind. It's the first cause. And It dwells within us and everything. So another word that you could really put in place is attuning to the oneness, attuning to the connectedness, attuning to the light. This spirit world is the mind of God in movement, as are we, but a different level of it. So we can attune to our perception or conceptualization of the God of our understanding as an aspect of building power. We can attune to the presence of the spirit world or spirit guides and helpers. But there is another piece. Both of those are correct and both of those are important. But there is another piece that is just as important and that is our own soul, the spark of God that exists within us. So there are lots of sitting in the power recordings, processes, meditations that are online, and there are a lot of them that are very good. Um, Two that I always recommend to people. One is it's a 10-minute version, 10, 11-minute version. You can easily find it on YouTube by the British medium Tony Stockwell, and it's just called Sitting in the Power. 
The second one, there's actually two different versions of, and it's from, again, British medium, uh, Martin Twycross. So there's a short version that he has online that is free of sitting in the power, and there's also a longer version that you can uh, purchase and download from his website that's also very good. And one of the things that you'll find is that all of these different recordings or meditations or guided processes, they may approach how we get into the state of power a little bit differently, but you're going to find similarities. And so I guess I'm going to talk you through my process. First, I think that it's important that when we sit for spirit, that we try to do it as regularly as possible. Everybody is different. Therefore, what works for one is not going to work for another because this is unfoldment, not development. It's not formulaic. So some people, especially those like myself who enjoy meditation and have been doing meditation for a decade, uh, may be more comfortable with longer periods of meditative states. Other people are not, and that's okay. So you have to find what works for you. There's no set rule of you need to sit for an hour every day. But I, there really is no even rule, too, that you need to sit every day. Some people may find that they sit every other day or twice a week. Some people like sitting every day. Some people sit twice a day. One thing that I think that you have to keep in mind with figuring out what works for you and your development is that it's better to have shorter or less frequent sittings of quality than a bunch of sittings or more consistent sittings where you're not feeling like much is happening or that you can't concentrate or that you can't let go or that you can't surrender or that you can't focus or whatever your need is in that moment. So keep in mind, quality over quantity. So when I sit for spirit, I sit, And I spend a few minutes just relaxing my body. Breath, of course, is so important. Our breath is our our key into spirit. Now, one thing that I want to mention is that a lot of times within mediumship and psychic development, lots of people like to put the bells and whistles on um, the third eye. And a lot of people like to put significance on clairvoyance. But clairsentience truly is the key into mediumship. And the seat, some people say the seat of the soul, um, but for me, the place where our spiritual gifts, sort of the seeds of our spiritual gifts lie, so to speak, is in the region of the solar plexus. That's our feeling center. And so once I become relaxed and my breath is is calm and I start to feel and surrender to stillness and quiet I then just contemplate for a moment I bring my awareness down to that that center and I become I begin to become aware of when that happens I become aware of changes or sensations now in those early stages Some people will use visualization as a tool, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But once you get familiar with the process, I would encourage you to let go of the idea of visualization. So they may visualize 
the spark of the divine or the, their own soul as sort of this orb or spark of light within their solar plexus. And as they breathe, it begins to expand and fill your own auric field. To me, when I sit and I relax and I just begin to open up, I automatically become aware of my auric field. I become aware that my awareness is extended beyond the boundaries of my physical body. And one important step that I think a lot of people skip is sitting in the power of their own soul. So your soul has expanded. Your awareness has filled your aura. You're becoming aware of non-physical sensations. Maybe it's tingling. Maybe it's a temperature change. Maybe you just feel like there's more of a thickness of pressure around your body. The awareness of sensation is an indication that your mind is moving from the material to more of a spiritualized awareness, an energetic awareness. And just sit in that. What does it feel like to just surrender? And if you're going to have thoughts, it's inevitable. But if your mind begins to wander, maybe you want to follow it. But then you become aware of the fact that your mind's wandering, so you just bring it back to the sensations of your soul. And if there's visuals, just acknowledge them, but pay, pay more attention to the feeling and sensation above anything else. What does it feel like to sit in my own essence, my own power? And then know that that power is an extension of something greater, higher than yourself. So many of these meditations will have you see or conceptualize God as an even brighter light above you. And as you move your attention towards it, it moves its attention towards you and your personal light and energy begin to blend with that divine light and energy. Other people might have you see your light blend with the light of everything of houses, of trees, of dirt, of bugs, of the sky, of the water, and blending your light with the light that is in all things, touching into remembering your oneness. That's another way of doing the same thing. And so oftentimes in the beginning, you, you'll sit, you'll relax, you'll say, okay, I'm going to feel for my own soul, my own spirit. I'm going to sit in that energy. Okay, feels that that's been about enough time. Now let me begin to blend with the higher power. And that's, that's okay. But I think that the more that you do it, what happens is over time, as you just sit and just say, okay, this is what I'm doing, that there's a point within the, the process of sitting where you naturally become aware of your connectedness to a higher power. It's not like you're having to visualize your little bubble of light blending with a bright sun above you. There's a natural lifting that you feel and you it's your soul moving and you just allow yourself to follow it. You allow yourself to just be along for the ride and surrender to the experience that you're part of a greater fabric, that you're a thread of a greater tapestry, and it's natural, and it moves you on its own, and you're just enjoying the sensation of the presence of spirit or the presence of the divine. Another way, so oftentimes too, especially if I'm not in a, a great headspace or there's a lot going on in my brain, as I'm sitting, I just tell myself, I am eternal. I have never not existed. I have always been, I am, and I always will be. 
and the contemplation of the eternal nature of your soul automatically connects you to that higher part of yourself. As you sit, you may become aware of the spirit world. You may become aware of the presence of spirit. And honestly, that's the same thing as saying you become aware of the presence of God. The kingdom of heaven is within. We know that the other side is not just a place, it's a difference of vibration, but it's also a state of consciousness. So you may feel presences, you may feel your loved ones, you may feel what might be a guide. You know, for some of you who are familiar with guides, you might be familiar with what we call calling cards. So even just the intention as you're sitting in the power of your own soul to become aware of the presences and the the spirit people that are around you, again, takes you deeper into that power and takes you further into that higher, greater, more expanded power. And so if the seeds of your spiritual gifts are within you and you are moving and lifting your awareness, you're allowing your soul to link with that greater, higher, broader aspect, that is like exposing those seeds to water and sunlight, or if you've ever done photography in a dark room, it's like exposing the photo paper to light so the picture can develop. But instead of a picture, it's our spiritual gifts that develop. And they're going to develop at the speed and the rate and the quality that the divine aspect of you sees fit. We can want to be a healer, or we can want to be a platform medium, or we can want to be a trans medium, or we can want to be a physical medium, or we can want to be in, uh, you know, someone who specializes in predicting the future. But at the end of the day, that's not up to us. We all come in with certain qualities and traits, and what will be developed to be expressed is what will be developed to be expressed. So... As you are making the intention to sit in the power on a regular basis, I don't want you to get caught up in, are you doing it right? Are you doing it wrong? You are simply sitting in the awareness that you are God, that you are divine. Not fully you, but you are part of the divine. And if you ever feel lost, just that thought in itself is enough to unfold all of the aspects of what you need to be doing. It's going to put your mind, your heart, your energy in the right place. And you simply surrender to it and say, here I am, spirit. Here I am, higher self, God of my understanding, spirit guides. All all of them are within and part of each other. Here I am, sitting for you. Develop me as you will. Thy will be done. And see if you don't notice differences in yourself. See if you don't notice differences in your own heart. See if you don't notice differences in your practice reading. See if you don't notice differences in your clarity. See if you don't notice differences in your own health. See if you don't notice differences within your own peace of mind. And your natural style approach will become evident. The way in which you sit and connect to that power will make itself clear 
And you won't worry anymore about, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? And not only that, but it will begin to not any longer feel like a chore, but you will find yourself looking forward to it. You don't need to be actively doing anything when you sit in the power. In those early stages, you might think of these steps. Okay, I'm going to connect with my own soul and then I'm going to become aware of my guides or move my awareness to the light or whatever it might be. It's going to become natural and it's just going to happen in and of its own accord. And your job is to simply surrender to it, be in it, and allow yourself to be developed. And so for whatever reason, this is what I felt compelled to share and talk about today. But as I am for this year making a concerted effort to do more and more of these sharings, if there's a specific aspect of mediumship, the spirit world, um, psychic development or spirituality that you want to look at or you want my perspective or my two cents on, you know, definitely don't be afraid to reach out. You can always reach me through my website, which is psychictravissanders.com, and I'm happy to take different topics into consideration. So with that being said, I hope that you found this helpful, and I hope that you begin to make sitting in the power and recognizing the power part of your everyday experience and part of your practice. Thank you. Take care.